Hey, Smuts. This week's episode deals with content such as violence, gunplay, consensual non-consent, sex trafficking, stalking, and taboo sex. If this isn't for you, feel free to mosey on down to next episode. Love you. Have you ever called someone daddy in the bedroom? No. Have you? <laughs> Can I know who it was? Um, it was only one person and it was kind of like a random person. Random person? Yeah, it was the guy from Kingston that I had that like random moment with. You haven't talked about him in so long. We don't talk about him. Um, oh my well, God. No, he- Did, isn't he the one who bought a bus ticket after you hooked up with him in Kingston? Found you in Toronto and was like, can I stay the night? And then yeah, he bought Yeah, he bought a train ticket to come down. And like, it takes a whole day to get down to Toronto. Like, it's a that's a pretty far journey. It's a truck. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. We can like have a night. He trekked all the way down and then was like irritated the whole time that he came all the way down here. And I was like, I didn't ask you to come. No. I didn't ask you to come here. Who are you? Like, why are you irritated? And it was just so weird. But no, he he is a prime example of men that speak all of this like, oh, I'm going to do this to you. And so oh, much I big want game. this. Yeah, such big game. And then he was like, oh, I, it's a fantasy of mine for someone to call me daddy in the bedroom. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try anything once. So I did it while we were having sex and he got so weirded out. And I was like, maybe it wasn't a real fantasy. You literally he, asked for this. He lied like a liar. Like a liar. Just trying to make himself seem more kinky than he is, which I'm like, why? Just be yourself. Because I I am a generous lover. Lover. <laughs> but like I would know. Yeah, Dharma knows. Um, no, but if somebody says that they like something, if it's something extreme, then like we'll have more conversation about it. Murder in the bedroom. Mm, yes. That's the name of my biography. Oh, Murder in the it. bedroom. But like I'll try it. Yeah. If they want something, sure. It would be the same as if like I had a fantasy and I opened up about that and then they tried it with me. Like, you know, that's what sex is. You're just trying different things. And yeah, he got so weirded out. And I was like, okay, well, there is a lie here. Like, I'm confused. Someone is being untruthful. Yeah. We're calling Sherlock Holmes. Where is he? Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. We started watching all of the Marvel movies in order. Of a timeline, not date of release. Yeah, yeah, in timeline. Um, so we just recently watched Doctor Strange and Benedict. Good. He can twirl his hands around me any day. Yeah, baby. Be be a magician. I don't know. A wizard. <laughs> a wizard. You're a wizard, Mr. Strange. Yeah. Oh, he's hot. It's he's that good. goatee. He pulls it off like it's nobody's bass nass. Bass nass. I love a good <laughs> goatee. <laughs> Tony Stark also pulls off a good goatee. Yeah, so watching all of these movies, Spider-Man was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's still one of my favorites. But like the OG, OG Spider-Man, Tom Holland is great. Creeps me um, out a little bit because he's supposed to be a teenager. So I'm like, 
why are you, why are you hot to me? But yeah, not Andrew Garfield. What's the other one? Tom Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. That is my childhood, and I love him. Um, yeah, Andrew Garfield. He's hot, but I don't he's really good. care for his Spider Man. He's good, but no. Rewatching all of these movies, I was like Tony Stark. Hello. Why are we sleeping on him? I always thought that Iron Man was kind of lame. Well, not lame, but just blah. Yeah, overhyped. Like it's it's Iron Man. He okay, just flies cool. around. But Tony Stark mm. is my ultimate man. He is so sarcastic and rude. witty and rude. <laughs> He's such a dick, but he's a lovable dick. Mm-hmm. And I I can't. Like, I just love him so much. Yeah. My man is Bucky Barnes. Yeah, Bucky the Winter Barnes. Winter Soldier. What that metal arm do, though? He's hot. He's so sexy. Yeah. And he's got the eyeliner. He's got that long hair. Dharma uh, really likes the long, like, shoulder length hair. A little bit wavy. Yeah. Messy. Dark. Black yeah. hair. Not Fuck Thor's. Thor's is a mess. Who? Thor. Oh, no. yeah. Thor. And he's blonde. I don't do blondes. But we do like him in Thor 3. Ragnarok. Yeah. That one. That Thor yeah. is hot. That Thor is hot. Because Taika Waititi directed that one and mm. he can do no wrong. So. Yeah. But also, let's just talk about all of the women or the far, the few female figures in the Marvel films. Thus far. Like, we're only at Thor 3 and so far there's been like zero female characters except black widow yeah like what is this but also in the latest thor there's valkyrie well no the woman of death the hella yeah hella the goddess of death thor's older sister Uh, uh, fuck me daddy she's so hot she's so hot it's rude it's so rude i am incensed yeah incensed incensed yeah there's a lack of female characters in marvel and it just makes me really sad because they're usually the hottest they are the hottest scarlett johansson is hot but we know that we've we've been she's been here forever we're like we know you're hot girl she's old news (laughs) sorry (laughs) good news but old news yeah 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 we need some new and kate blanchett in a unitard with spiky heads get into me razor sharp swords that come out of her crevices yep Okay, well, speaking Anyways. of crevices, um, the book we have speaking this week. Speaking of crevices, what a what a segue. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but this is another social media fan favorite. Super dark, very a la Michaela. Just think of what Michaela wants in a sexy book, and this is what. Yeah, yeah. Happens. On a scale from Dharma to Michaela, it's over here. It's way over here. Okay, cool. Way over here. Well, you know, these fan favorites, book, Instagram, famous novels have never led us astray so far. Oh, no. It's going to lead us astray. (laughs) Oh, no. This is... That's my um, don't want to give anything away smile. Okay. Okay. Great. Secrets. Ready? Always. That's such a lie. The book I have this week is called... Haunting Adeline by H.D. Carlton. How is this a sexy book? This is the front cover. This is very a la Michaela. Ooh, I like it. There's a skull. There's some roses. There's a butterfly. And then in white writing in the middle, it says the title. I really like this. I've said this before, but black and a contrasting bright color... It looks so good on a book. 
And there's a spider web. Feel how heavy this book yeah, is. Yeah, this heavy. Oh, yeah, this it's, heavy. <laughs> this heavy. This book. So you heavy. You could kill someone. You really could. If it was hardback. Yeah. This I, is a sexy book. <laughs> it is. Okay, girl. I already have a few little. Yeah, there's some sex in there. Yeah. You read this whole thing? No, I stopped like right before the end. Mm-hmm. This is the back of the book. Okay, I'm ready. It's really dramatic. And I don't know if it'll explain anything that's going on. The manipulator. I can manipulate the emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh and sigh. But my words don't affect him, especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there, watching and waiting. And I can never look away, not when I want him to come closer. Okay. The shadow. I didn't mean to fall in love, but now that I have, I can't stay away. I'm mesmerized by her smile, by her eyes, and the way she moves, the way she undresses. I'll keep watching and waiting until I can make her mine. And once she is, I'll never let her go, not even when she begs me to. Oh my god. So I'm assuming that it's about a shadow, so like a ghost figure that has attached itself onto some woman and is like i'm in love with you you are mine i'm going to stalk you forever well you're correct about the stalking oh is he not a ghost he's not a ghost i really thought that this was going to be about ghosts okay yeah i know even though because it's called haunting adeline yeah but i guess maybe it's just metaphorically haunting this is correct okay but the house she lives in is haunted for real okay but it has nothing to do with the ghosts. Okay. So the manipulator is the main character. Her name is Adeline, obviously. And she calls herself a manipulator because she's an author. What? I know. It's so dumb. But she 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 says that she can manipulate people's emotions through like the books that she writes. Okay. Don't ask me questions. That's weird. It sounds like a wrestler's name. The manipulator. (laughs) That's actually a good name for a wrestler. Yeah, but he uses like psychoanalysis to break down Mm. his competitors. He has a degree in psychology. You're a mama's boy. (laughs) Fuck you, little dick. Fuck you. That's it. And then they start crying. Fuck your mom. Yeah. And the shadow is her stalker's name. His name is Zaid. Oh, cool name. Zaid and Addy. So Zaid is a mercenary. He is an independent muscle and his goal in life is to hunt down sex trafficking rings and kill all of them and rescue the people. So he's like a modern day Robin Hood kind of. For Or like Dexter. Yes. Yes. Cool. He has this big organization. He started as a hacker to take down like big bad men. And then he branched off into going out on the field and killing people. We love to see it. Yeah. We should have more of these. If where, you, where are you? Yeah, if you're out there, we want to be friends with you. Yeah. Um, he just is walking on the street one day and sees a big crowd in a bookstore. And is like, what's going on here? And he walks in and he sees Addie and is like, this is the love of my life. I need to have her. Okay. And she sees him from across the room and they like make eye contact. But then she's at a book signing. So she has shit to do and he Mm -hmm. runs away. And she never sees him ever again. Okay. So he's just some random guy in a bookshop. Great. This is your dream. 
Dharma's dream is to have a meet cute in a bookstore. Oh my god, I would kill someone for that to happen to me. I would kill someone. Yeah. I would commit murder to have that meet cute. So if you think Dharma is nice, <laughs> you should. Well, you're such a good wing woman. Thank you so much. Hey, hey, shut up. I'm trying to get you a date. Oh my god. If you think that Dharma is nice, then you should stalk her and find her in a bookstore. Which she's always in a bookstore, but find her, court her, and then buy her every book in the store. Yeah. Could you imagine if you met a man Ugh. that was like a millionaire and he just fell in love with you at a bookstore and you kind of gave him the cold shoulder and then the next morning you woke up and it was just like every single book in that store was at your doorstep and he was like, please go on a date with me. <laughs> Okay, we need to pause the podcast. I need to go take care of something real yeah, quick. Well, <laughs> yeah, this is what Dharma wants. So if you think she's nice... My heart nice, is beating a mile a minute right Go now. do that. <laughs> if this ever happens to you, I want 30% of your company. Yeah, um, we Great. can't talk about it anymore because I will combust. Okay. So Addie's a writer um, and she just moved back into the creepy haunted house that her grandmother left her after she died. Great. Would you live in a haunted house? Um, I feel like it'd be fun. Yeah. But nothing malevolent, please. Okay. There's a line. There's a line. I don't want yeah. to be the next star in a horror movie. And I know that's what you want, Michaela, but that's not for me. I'd be the end girl. Be the final girl? Yeah. Yeah. Zade is a crazy vigilante mercenary. My dream man. And he owns a company called Z, which hunts pedophiles and sex trafficking rings. Hot. Yes. He sees her at a book signing and immediately becomes obsessed and starts stalking her. Great. Dharma's reading notes. Yeah. <laughs> My finger's on the line and I'm going yeah. like this. <laughs> because he owns a big hacking company, he can find all her information. Oh, okay. So he knows Smooth everything man. about her. Yeah. So he starts breaking into her house and like drinking her whiskey, leaving like empty whiskey glasses on the counter. He starts oh leaving god. roses everywhere. Oh my god. Yeah. And then like every time she looks out the window, she'll like see a shadow in the distance because she lives in a forest. And <laughs> <laughs> I really just pictured that like there's no house. She's just like <laughs> she's just on a in tree. a forest. <laughs> in a tree. Yeah. And I wonder if he could get in, babe. <laughs> yeah. And he's always standing outside her glass windows smoking. So all she sees is a shadow and a little cherry of the <gasps> cigarette. That's and then he'll so like he'll like walk away knowing that she saw him. He has audacity. Yeah. But and he, he starts texting her. And I think he calls her little mouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts texting her and she's like, I have a stalker. And she has called the police. Yeah. They don't care. And they don't, they're not doing anything about it, obviously. Of course. They don't care. So this is more at the beginning of the book. Addie and Daya, her best friend, are like, you know what? Let's just go to the club. Let's get you some dick. You know what? You need to like be free. Yeah, just dance off this stalker. Exactly. So she goes to the club and she meets this man called Archie, who's really hot. Mm-hmm. And they really hit it off. Yeah. And they go back to her place and they start making out. And then she gets a text <laughs> that's like, you better stop right now. Otherwise, I'm going to kill him. <gasps> and she's like, in her head, she's like, you don't control me. So she lets Archie finger bang her. As, as right you do. in view of the window. Okay. Yep. And then there's a big, I like her. Yeah. And then there's a big bang on the front door. <gasps> and they're like, what the hell is going on? So Archie's like being all macho macho. And he's like, I'll find what it is. 
<laughs> Archie's gonna die. <laughs> and then Archie disappears. Yeah, he's and dead. And she's like, where did he go? Now she's like scared. So Zade does end up kidnapping Archie, kills him. Knew cu- it. Cuts off his hands and leaves them on her front porch. <laughs> I love it when men get me gifts. <laughs> he's like a cat. He's leaving her presents yeah. on the door. Yeah. She's the mouse and he's the cat. <laughs> this is accurate. Wow, that was really good. Yeah. It turns out that Archie is a really bad criminal. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. He's like mafia, head of mafia. So much bad shit. Mostly his drugs. His name is Archie and he's the head of a mafia? Well, his name is like Archibald something the third. Oh, okay. Which is yeah, gross. Sure. So he turns out to be an evil crime lord. Great, as all men do. I also wrote this as my last note. She gets off on being scared. Mm, okay, what a fun kink that we're diving into yes, today. Yes, yes, the fear kink. Yeah, okay. This is a thing. There's a lot of like couples and people that reenact break-ins or yeah, consensual non-consent. This is a really big thing in like Dom play and stuff that is very essential to like have consent and have a conversation about that before doing something like this. Yes. So if you're someone that's into this kind of kink, you need to do your research and you can't just break into someone's house and be like, but it was just for fun. Yeah. That's not cute. Yeah. And a reminder, this book is built and written with that relationship with the readers. Mm, Okay. You know, there is a content warning at the beginning of this book that's like, this is everything that is in this book. By reading this book, you consent to having this experience. That's good that they do that. Because I remember when we read Naughty Boy. Yeah. They didn't have a content warning and she gets raped in that book. Yeah. And has and it's like a huge struggle for her throughout the whole book. We need to make content warnings just normal. Yeah. Normalize them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, interesting. Do um have you ever thought about like a fear kink? No, I don't think a fear kink. I've definitely thought about consensual non-consent. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it. Yeah. Which is really just like a rape fantasy. Yeah. What it boils down to. Yeah. I guess it could be done in different ways and like there are different levels of it, but. Yeah. And Mm. I think that manifests in like restraints and not being able to move and things like that. Yeah. And like saying no during sex, but then you have a safe word. Like the no is just. The difference between saying no and having a safe word. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's many different levels of it, which I'm probably here for some of it, but maybe not the extremes. Everything in moderation. Yeah. All right. Um, so the scene before the sex scene is that he basically just revealed himself inside her house mm. via text. He's like, come find me. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. OK. And she's alone in her house. I don't know how I would feel. I guess it would depend on whatever this relationship was. Like if you have somehow because she's never seen him. Right. I don't think she's seen his face, mm. but she she knows he's a real person. I guess it would just depend on the situation for me because mm-hmm. this is a very fine line. Extremely. Very. Extremely fine. Yeah. And the only reason that it is a line and that it's, it's on one side of the line is the fact that it's a it's a book. Yeah. It was written that way. And by reading the book, it is CNC. Yeah. 
All right. So he texts her and says, I'm here. Come find me. And she's like, you fucking bastard. So she's running around the house. And then he says, go hide. If I find you, I fuck you. So she's like (gasps) running and hiding. And then he finds her. Oh, my God. The adrenaline level through the roof. Through the roof. Literally like a criminal mind situation where a killer is hunting you yeah and tells you to go hide your heart is going a mile a minute yeah i'm even trying i'm trying to think like if i was in a relationship and this was like a consensual thing i don't even know if i would enjoy it mm. yeah i don't know if i because this is like real fear kink this yeah isn't just like a you're scaring me it's like Fear for your life, King. Yeah, like hide from me. And if I find you, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit too real. But, you know, not we're not king shaming anyone. We are just deciding for ourselves how we feel about it. So, yes. all right. In the safety of a book. Yes. Translating yeah. that to real life, maybe not so much. Yeah, I foresee you reading this book and me being like, this is so hot. Yeah. I like, I already see it coming. It looks like it's well written. So, it'll probably be able to get many people off but i don't know if this would i would put this into practice <laughs> you know yeah so okay interesting i'm ready yeah and so he's gonna he finds her and he says wants to teach her a lesson for defying him oh because she let archie finger her yeah oh okay and then i wrote here trigger warning cnc violence murder muck duck muck duck okay Michaela, are you ready to dive in? I am so ready. Have you braced yourself? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I have consented to this book. What are you going to do? I choke out, the stutter of my words in sync with the beat of my heart. His hot breath fans across my cheek, and I feel the glide of his lips alongside my jaw. Okay, so he found her. He's found her. Okay, great. Okay. I swallow, but I nearly choke from how dry my throat has become. Those lips descend to the column of my neck, skittering along until he pauses on the spot right below my ear. I'm going to claim you, he says, right before his teeth clamp down. (gasps) My back arches involuntarily, repulsion and pleasure marrying in my nerves, sending misfires to my brain. All coherent thoughts escape from my mind as a result, leaving me with nothing but basic instinct. He groans, his teeth piercing as his tongue laps at my flesh. My mouth opens, a silent scream suctioned away just as his mouth does the same, drawing in deep like he's drinking the essence from my body. Then he's pulling back, dragging his teeth along my skin as he lets go, leaving the spot smarting with pain. This is already so good. It's because it's like fully described in detail, the little things. It wasn't just like he nibbled at my neck. No, he like ate my neck. (laughs) He bit a chunk of flesh out of my neck. Blood spews from my (laughs) arteries. (laughs) My jugular has been pierced. Yeah. (laughs) My hands press into his chest for stability or to push him away. I'm not sure. Though my question is quickly answered when instinct coerces my hands to curl, gripping his hoodie tight and anchoring myself to him as if he's my lifeline. 
when really he's the one who's killing me. Oh my god. Severe shivers rack my body when he licks a wet trail down to the juncture of my neck. He pauses, and it feels like my body is hanging over a pointed knife. I hold my breath, the anticipation rattling my bones. And then he's biting down again, pulling an animalistic sound from the depths of my chest. He does this over and over, leaving a trail of bruises down my neck and across my shoulder. Oh my god. I'm breathless by the time he pulls away. Bruises? Oh my god, he's going hard. Good girl, he breathes, his own voice airy. Somehow that makes me feel worse. I want him to hate it as much as I should have. I can't explain why I do what I do next. I'll ask God later. But in that moment, I'm so overcome with the tsunami of emotions that I reach up and bite his cheek. <gasps> Hard. Blood spurts into my mouth, but I don't care. I just <gasps> bite harder. What? Maybe I want to hurt him back, give him a taste of his own medicine, make him feel whatever I feel. Regardless of the reason, he doesn't take kindly to it. His hand wraps around my throat, pushing me back while he rips his face away. My head thumps against the wall, a dull throb radiating from the spot. He's squeezing tightly, but I don't care. I feel justified. If he kills me here and now, at least I can say I left one last mark on him. Oh my god, this is so intense. You'd have to bite him so hard to get blood. Yeah. Like what? He growls low, a sound of frustration and something else that I can't put a name to. I stare up at him, blood coating my tongue and trailing down my chin. It's a small amount. I didn't get the chance to rip his face to shreds like I wanted. But the small dots of blood on his face leave me feeling invigorated all the same. Oh my god. I'm beginning to think you like to be punished, which means I'm just going to have to do better. Before I can react, he's lifting me up and tossing me over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Oh my god. Fucker! I snap, banging my fists against his back. I am not a potato. <laughs> you tell him, girl. <laughs> I am not a potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Is that the name of this episode? I am not a potato. I am not a potato. Yes. <laughs> a sharp slap to my ass is his only response. He carries me down the steps, takes a left turn into the hallway, and down towards the sunroom. The entire time I fight, kicking and punching, but he acts like a butterfly is attacking him. Well, this man has no feeling. You literally bit his face. And he's like, you like to be punished? <laughs> <laughs> you drew blood and he didn't even flinch. didn't even bat an eye. How are you feeling, Michaela? I don't know. <laughs> As if he hears my frustrations, he says, Baby, the wind can do more damage than what you're doing. Oh my god. Want to see my teeth again, asshole? I'll keep making your face uglier. Keep telling yourself that, but we both know my scars make you wet, he retorts, amusement coloring his words. I growl, frustrated by how fucking unruffled he is, and because he's not entirely wrong. No, dumbass, he is wrong. More curses flood out of my mouth, but they're cut short when he drags my body down his front until my legs are wrapped around his waist and he's cradling me to his chest. Oh, fuck this. I lift my hands to scratch his face, maybe do a little eye gouging, but instead I just squeal. He swoops me backward, my stomach bottoming out as he sets me on the ground, flat on my back. 
He kneels before me, his arms on either side of my head, as he braces himself over me. Above him, the stars are twinkling bright, and the nearly full moon is casting a soft, white glow down in the room. Oh, wait, what? Oh, they're just by a window? They're in the sunroom. Oh, okay. So it's all glass. Sure, yeah. It's almost dooming that the sky happens to be completely clear of clouds tonight. Overcast skies constantly plague Seattle. I swallow, tears pricking my eyes. Such a gentleman, letting me look at the stars as you murder me. I mouth off, forcing the words through my tightened throat. I really need to shut the fuck up, but I can't seem to stop myself. Apparently, when I'm in a life-threatening situation, all I can manage to do is make it worse. Some might call it fearlessness, but I just call it stupidity. He supports himself on one hand as the other reaches behind him. I open my mouth, gearing up for more insults. When his arm reappears, a gun in his hand. <gasps> Why are you laughing? Because I know what's coming. Oh no. Another audible click of my teeth later and I'm back to being choked silent with fear. You let a man touch you in here. Make you come, he states, his tone bled drive emotion. Normally, I'd replace his fingers with my own, but I think you need something else to teach you a lesson. Oh my god. Oh my god, he's gonna fuck her with the gun. He's gonna he's gonna fuck her with the gun. I'm not saying anything. It's gonna happen. I'm not saying anything. It's gonna happen. Okay, I'm sorry. I rush out, my eyes widening as he points the gun to my chest. I, I'm really, really... He hushes. You're not sorry yet, little mouse. But you will be. Millions of thoughts run through my head on what I could possibly say to get out of this. I'm sorry clearly wasn't good enough. You're going to shoot me? My bladder is threatening to explode, and the knowledge that I might die in a puddle of pee brings tears to my eyes. I've already said I'm not going to kill you, he responds, his tone dripping with impatience. He punctuates his response by dragging the tip of the gun down through the valley of my breasts. The gun continues its path down my stomach, stopping at the edge of my leggings. Here it comes. Brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Take these off. My lip trembles and a single tear slides down my temple. Please, don't do this. He cocks a brow, and the act is damning. He looks so damn unimpressed with my pleas, causing another tear to trace the path of the first. Now, Adeline. Sniffing, I finally listen. Hooking my thumbs in the band of my leggings, I pull them down. I'm only able to reach mid-thigh before his body gets in the way. He takes the hint, lifting up and ripping the leggings down the rest of the way. More tears follow suit. T-shirt next, he orders jerking his gun to signal his order. I lift up and slide the shirt over my head, laying back down with a huff. Fucking beautiful, he murmurs, his eyes tracing over the curves of my body. Fucker is lucky I'm wearing my black lace set tonight. He doesn't fucking deserve it either. He leans over me again, his mouth kissing the last bruise he left on my shoulder. Do you know what these mean? He whispers, kissing another spot. I shudder beneath his touch, electricity sprouting from the point of contact and dancing across my skin. 
I don't answer, but he doesn't seem to mind. They mean that I own you. Marked you as mine. The tip of his tongue darts out, trailing my flesh as he moves down towards my breasts. Don't! His teeth pierce the swell of my left breast before I can finish my pointless demand. I gasp, squeezing my eyes shut as he leaves another mark on my skin. Once he's satisfied, he renews his path with his mouth, leaving hickeys on both of my tits and several across my stomach, and all I can do is just take it, because that gun in his hand is keeping me pliant, just like he planned. I'm so, like, torn. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this situation. Talk about it, Michaela. I don't know. Confide in your friend. In my smuts, in my fellow Confide smuts. Confide in your fellow smuts. Tell I us don't how you're know. feeling. Because, like, she, the, the whole situation is just a little bit weird because the police at this point should be involved. Someone sent you dismembered hands. So, like, this is extreme and, like, the police would be here. And if she got a text like that, like, I'm in your house, instead of complying to what he wants, I would call the police. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. So in my brain, I'm justifying that as like a she also in a way wants this to happen. Oh, yeah. So like her tears, they're just it's the adrenaline and the heat of the moment. And it's so it's just a very fucked up situation. But she has given consent. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to just like justify it in my head because right now I'm like, he's just raping her. that's what we're reading yeah and i understand that us as readers have consented to this yes but i'm trying to make it so that she is also right in that same world of course but i don't know if i don't know yes this was this is also my struggle reading this book yeah i was like this first scene is clearly wrong yeah it's clearly wrong yeah but it's happening for the rest of the book do they continue to have like this type of fantasy-based sex or do they just have normal sex can i answer that question at the end yeah great okay when my body is well and abused from his teeth and tongue he lifts up and forces my thighs open i strain against him but it only hurts me in the end he's too strong his pointer finger curls in the edge of my thong tracing the lining from the juncture of my thigh down towards my center before he reaches my clit He pulls the material out and runs his finger up and down the fabric, his finger a mere inch from my pussy. I want to cover my face because I know he's feeling my body's betrayal. These are soaked, he rasps out, his lips still wet from his saliva. That's called discharge, I snap, hoping my lie turns him off. He smiles in response. As much as I hate to say this to you, I'm no stranger to a woman's pussy. And what it feels like when it weeps for me. Oh my god. I curl my lip in disgust. Last time I checked, most girls weep because they're upset. Take a hint. (laughs) He chuckles. Little mouse, that's exactly what I'm doing. Then he pulls my thong to the side, bearing my pussy to him, and the arousal glistening from within. He mutters a curse under his breath as his eyes devour every inch of me. Another tremble of my lips has me biting down on the traitorous flesh. Keeping one finger hooked in my underwear, 
he points the gun in my face with the other. I recoil, pinching my eyes shut and letting loose a startled yelp. Relax. I just want you to suck on it. It takes several seconds for his words to process. (laughs) Is the safety on? (laughs) Michaela's here asking all the right questions. Yes, I would like to know. This is just as important as if a man is wearing a condom. 1000%. They both shoot things that will ruin your life. (laughs) Oh my God. They both shoot loads. (laughs) And no one wants them. (laughs) To process that he didn't pull the trigger and I'm not dead. When they do, my eyes snap open and I glare at him. Why the fuck? He taps the tip of the gun on my mouth, effectively cutting me off. The rest of my words dissipate as he slides the gun across my lips as if he's painting them with lipstick. Suck, he orders, his tone deepening with finality. Closing my eyes against more tears, I open my mouth and let him guide the gun between my teeth. I squeeze my lids tighter as I twirl my tongue over the cold metal, cringing from the nasty taste. Such a good girl, he says, pulling the dripping gun out, a trail of saliva following until it snaps. My entire body locks when I feel the cool metal slide against my clit. I flinch against the foreign touch of an incredibly dangerous weapon. Pure terror washes over me, and it takes all of my strength to keep from full-on sobbing. Remember when we read the Christmas episode, and you were like, he had a gun in his back pocket while they were (laughs) fooling around? How dare he? How irresponsible of him. (laughs) It's in her vagina. (laughs) Yeah. I said, you want gunplay? I'll give you gunplay. gunplay. Yeah. I just keep, I picture the other, it was something, something in in heels when they're in the elevator and then he cuts her thong with the knife. Yes. Trouble in high heels. Yeah. 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 That one. Yeah. Oh my God. This is just next level. This really is next level. Holding a gun to my head is far less intimidating than it being held between my legs. A gunshot to the head is instant death, but this? This would be slow and painful. Torturous. He leans down, close enough for his hot breath to fan across my core. I lift up for a better view just as he looks up at me through long, thick lashes, his mismatched eyes sparkling with delight. Right when I open my mouth to ask what he's doing, he sticks out his tongue, saliva pooling to the tip and dripping off onto my pussy. Can never be too wet, can you, little mouse? This is the first time that a man has, like, spat on a woman's vagina in our books. This is very true. How is this? How has it taken a whole season and, like, a few episodes for us to get here? I think it's taken the world to start reading taboo sex. Yeah. Because, not gonna lie, the pandemic made sluts out of us all. (laughs) The pandemic plus TikTok. Oh, my God. Equals... whores (laughs) everyone sharing what they're reading and everyone reading hardcore smut yeah that's great but spitting on a vagina isn't taboo no it's not that is very that's very like normal but harlequin for some reason doesn't publish yeah women can't be lubricated women cannot be lubricated yeah and on that note we've never they have never used lube 
This is very true. Never. Even in the two books where there has been anal. Yep. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting times to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little observation from your two favorite mistresses. Yeah, do with that what you will. Use lube. Spit on vaginas. (laughs) Everything needs to be soaking wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sitting up, he circles my entrance with the tip of the gun, the metal slipping against my skin. Oh my God, please don't. This time, my words are cut off from the feel of him dipping the gun past my folds. Just the tip, but enough to close my throat, only allowing a startled squeak to escape. He laughs cruelly. You even sound like a mouse. I'd snap at him if I wasn't frozen solid. I can't look away. I just watch him push the gun inside me, my rounded eyes barely processing what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling. Slowly, he works the gun inside me, drawing out both pleasure and pain. I clench my jaw, shuddering from his ministrations but refusing to make a sound. I won't give him that satisfaction. He works the weapon halfway in before the gun retreats to the very tip. I'm allowed a moment's breath before he buries the entire barrel inside me. I suck in a sharp gasp and let my head fall back, no longer having the strength to watch. My god. I'm like assuming this is a handgun, but could you imagine it's just a huge rifle? (laughs) It's a shotgun. It's like a double barrel shotgun. A bazooka. Like, there are so many different kinds of guns. I know. Or just, it's like a tiny, tiny little, like, Like hot pink one. Revolver. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. This is so, so fucked up. Beyond fucked up. But when the gun pulls out and sinks back in again, a noise does slip through as a wave of pleasure rocks through me. Good girl, he breathes. Open wider, baby. The hand still holding my thong to the side nudges against my thigh. Without thought, my thighs instinctively fall further apart. Another praise, but I barely hear it over the beating of my heart. I can feel how tight your pussy is, the way it grips into my gun when I slide it out. So fucking pretty. I bite my lip, but it isn't enough to hold in the next moan, or the one after that. I can hear the suctioning and slurping noises as he fucks me with his gun, and shame fills me in response. The embarrassment nearly overrides the fear, but neither of them is more potent than the pleasure my body is being forced to succumb to. When he angles the gun in a particular way, he hits a spot inside me that sends my eyes to the back of my head and an unchecked moan to slip free. He growls in response, my back arching as he continues to hit that spot. My thong grows impossibly tight, biting into my flesh before it's ripped away from my body, the sound getting lost in another cry. (gasps) He ripped her thong? Yes. Solid. We love. The tattered fabric is tossed aside, freeing his hand to grip my thigh in a bruising hold. My heart jumps when he leans down, but he only clamps his teeth on my inner thigh. I cry out from the sharp bite, but it quickly morphs into pleasure when he hits that spot again. Pleasure pain. Pleasure pain. (laughs) His mouth sucks and his movements quicken until I feel the beginnings of an orgasm settle low in the pit of my stomach. Please, I beg, but I don't know what for. He tears his mouth away just to clamp down again, lower this time, 
but still far away from my center. Too far away. Tell me what you learned, Adeline, he demands, looking up at me, his mouth wet from his biting. The sight makes my heart drop deep into my belly, right where the gun is driving into me. Not to bite your cheek, I guess, my voice trembling. He answers by biting my thigh in a punishing grip. I cry out, the pain blinding. He loosens his jaw, allowing the pain to bleed into pleasure. A primal noise slips out as he pushes the gun deep. Are you going to make me ask again? I open my mouth, but no answer comes out. My silence allows for me to hear his warning loud and clear. He cocks the gun. <gasps> okay, okay, fuck. Wait. <laughs> Where has this podcast gone? <laughs> what have we become? I thought we'd dip our toe into what the masses are reading. <laughs> Holy shit. And I'm not joking, the masses are reading this. This is crazy. Yeah. This is hot. This is sexy. But this is crazy. This is crazy. My heart is beating a mile a minute. Like, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Like, I'm scared. But also turned on. Yeah, very, very turned on. Very turned on. This is... Mm, 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 mm. I'm confused. <laughs> so confused. Wow. The book talk, whatever bullshit Instagram things, they really like to confuse your vagina. They really do. Just overall, we just need to have consent. <laughs> if everybody has consent, then yes, we can all fuck each other with guns. That's great. Let's That's do so it. Great. <laughs> Let's make a world where we can all use guns in the bedroom. <laughs> and the only way that we can get to that utopia is consent. If Michaela is president, <laughs> she will mandate that everyone must use guns in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Consensually. <laughs> Consensually. He cocks the gun. Okay, okay, fuck. I relent on a terrified hush. I, I, I learned not to let another man touch me. Those words bring tears to my eyes, because saying them out loud makes me feel well and truly trapped by this man. Who's the only one allowed to touch you, Adeline? I close my eyes, hating the lie that's about to slip from my mouth just like the tears are from my eyes. You, I whisper, the bitter taste of the words clogging my throat. A battlefield rages in my body, the side that wants him to make me come, and the other side that wants him to turn the gun on himself and fire it. I glance down at him and note the way he's staring up at me, and I have the terrifying realization that he doesn't believe my lies. You have ten more seconds to come, little mouse. No more after that, he warns before nipping at my thigh again. Rub your clit, baby. I hesitate. The last thing I want to do is allow this man the satisfaction of making me come, and even worse, helping him do it. He doesn't fucking deserve it, and though my body is strung tight with desperation for it, my brain revolts against the thought. Now, he growls, his eyes blazing with something carnal and dangerous. Muttering a curse, I reach down and twirl my fingers over my clit, too scared of the repercussions. If it's between orgasming and getting shot, I'm going to have to choose the option that will cause the least amount of damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better, girl. <laughs> what 
that orgasms don't do damage. I understand in this moment, you're Emotional like, I don't want to give him damage. <laughs> I don't want to give him the satisfaction, but also he's going to kill you. <laughs> Just have the orgasm. <laughs> Gun to my head. Would I have the orgasm? Mm. <laughs> Good girl. He whispers. It takes two more thrusts of the gun before I'm tipping over the edge, my ass shooting clear off the ground as the orgasm rips through me. Whoever thought I'd be reading you a sentence like that? I. It takes two more thrusts of the gun. Yeah. Until yeah. my ass shoots off the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. Good things. Okay, this situation of like the power of being like you have to orgasm before I will like penetrate you or whatever yeah or before i'll touch you yeah so hot time limits and yeah. threats yes it's good though it is <laughs> see i like i've only had an experience with like a non-threatening there was no gun to yes. my head what or to my vagina <laughs> and it wasn't threatening it was just like egging you on right you know yes of course and it's just so good it's so great. Mm-hmm. Or like withholding mm-hmm. someone's mm-hmm. orgasm. Mm-hmm. That's better. Yep. All the good things. This is just um, an intense version of that. This is next level. Yeah. I'm screaming. I can feel the sound vibrating the muscles in my throat. And I can feel how hoarse it's becoming. But I can't hear it. Not when my entire being is consumed in fire and ice. And the only thing I can see is heaven. The gun works inside of me faster and deeper, drawing out the orgasm until I'm literally begging for it to stop. He rips the gun out of me and my thighs snap shut instantly as the last of the orgasm dies. I'm left a shuddering mess from the aftershocks while he stands, his body towering over me. I look up through half-lidded eyes, still jerking from the little shocks, when he lifts the gun and swallows the barrel. It feels like an out-of-body experience as I watch him lick the weapon clean and then stick it in the back of his jeans. <gasps> Michaela's having an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Pink. <laughs> Pink. I think I need to find myself a vigilante. Yeah, a mercenary <laughs> stalker man. <laughs> oh, my God. My body is full of rage, humiliation, and shame. I know this. But it's like my brain can't process those emotions, so it's just choosing to feel nothing at all. Is this what trauma does? Knowing you've been violated but your body chooses to go numb instead? Like a magic trick, his hand comes back into view with the rose that must have been in his back pocket. What? The petals are crushed, likely from our struggle, but he doesn't seem to care. He twirls the rose in his hand before tossing it on me, the flower fluttering to my stomach. With one last lingering look, he turns and walks out without a word. And finally, the dam bursts as emotions crash through my body and flood out of my eyes. End of sex scene. (gasps) (laughs) But I want more! You want more, baby? I can give you more. I have six more tabs in this book. Oh my god. That is very good writing for it to be at the end of that moment and yeah. for me to be like, more, more. Like, I don't know why we stopped. Yeah. More. You've never asked for more before. I've never asked for more. <laughs> <laughs> Holy 
shit balls. Holy shit balls is right. So to answer your earlier question about mm-hmm. what the next sex scenes look like, yeah, it's kind of a mix mm-hmm. between in this realm and in a more consensual realm. Okay. Mutual realm. Yeah. Let's say mutual. Let's sure. say the word mutual. That's better. Yeah. Because she does start to work with him. Oh. Yeah. So because he starts coming around more often, they start getting to know each other. And she does start to fall for him. Um, but the first sex scene where he penetrates her with his penis, mm-hmm. that's a little more in this realm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What else does he penetrate her with? <sighs> Just the gun. Okay. Yeah. Great. Again? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. The next sentence in the book is, For the next three nights, my shadow stood outside my window, watching me, a red cherry blaring in the night as he puffed on a cigarette. Oi. Give him a show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, she does start to, like, give it back to him, you know? Yeah. Tease him and get revenge. Yeah. I guess that I have to keep that in mind with all of this, that it's, like consensual non-consent yeah that's the whole point of the kink yep wow wow is correct um opinions thoughts concerns would you let somebody fuck you with an inanimate object that wasn't meant for sexual pleasure i'm not gonna lie this scene did things to me (laughs) that's my answer a gun yes that's my answer (laughs) yeah when he cocked it inside of her (gasps) Next level. Next level. Next I wasn't level. expecting him to do that. I forgot he did that. So I was just as impacted as you. And then he just took it out, licked it, threw a rose on her and left. Like that? <laughs> that? Michaela is speechless. That's... She is. And her eyes are glowing. Yeah. This is what Michaela wants and needs. That's what I want my men to do. Just leave. <laughs> and throw her a flower. Yeah. And never speak to her ever again. Well, because it's the perfect combination of like just such a fucked up sex moment. But then romantic. He brought you a flower. (laughs) (laughs) He threw a flower. Michaela, I'm telling you that throughout this whole book, I could not stop thinking about you. (laughs) Not in a sexual way, but I was like, Michaela would die if a man did this to her. Like, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you had a stalker who literally went out and killed the other men you had sex with. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, threw, kill them. They suck. <laughs> and then threw a flower on you after he fucked you with a gun and walked away, you would have a second orgasm <laughs> right then. Yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. I'm, like, scared giving the general public this information about me because now I feel like someone's going to be like, I'll be her stalker. Okay, don't worry. I'll I'll redact everything I just said. No, like, it's fine. This is accurate. But also, like... But all of that must be done consensually. Yeah, please. Like, don't start. You can't have a non-consensual stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, please stalk her and fuck her with a gun, but like consensually and like be nice. <laughs> be nice. Don't about do anything it. against the law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but murder all her exes. Yeah, murder everyone. <laughs> I um I had this friend you a while friends? ago that told me, huh? Huh? What? What? I had this friend a while ago <laughs> that was like, if you ever get married one day, you should have an entire table 
and just invite all of the men that you have slept with in the past, <laughs> put them right by the bar. Yes. And just invite every single one of them and put them at a table. I'm so here for it. You're going to need three tables. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck uh, up. I don't need that many tables. Well, it depends how big the tables yeah. are. <laughs> I just thought that that was like so funny. Yeah, that's great. I don't I think like I'd ever do it. I'd feel bad for them, but <laughs> you would pity them for sure. Yeah. What are um, we rating? Next this? step, we have to rate it. Yet again, this is a very difficult book. I feel conflicted, but I it was so good. I feel like we should do another countdown. Okay. But I need to think for a minute. Okay, Mona, silence while we process our emotions. Okay. Three. Two, one, seven. Okay, I was about to say eight, but then I was thinking because Credence, we rated that a seven point, a seven, seven, and I was like trying to compare it to that. No, I feel like this was better. I'm more turned on by this situation than by Credence situation. Oh yeah, I think that like situation wise, I was more turned on by this. Yeah. But sex scene wise, I was more turned on by Credence. Oh. Just just because it was like. It was more of a complete sex scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he teased her. He knew what he was doing when he went down on her. Yeah. This, this it was, was like, all like. It, it was to the point. Yeah, it was like one thing. He did one thing. It was a one stop shop. But I'll say an eight. I'll give it an eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We okay. can do an eight. I was so close to giving it an eight, and then I didn't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Should I add this to your ever-growing pile of books that I bring to you that you want to read? There's just a pile of books beside my bed, which include the Ice Planet Barbarian, Priest, Credence, and then Misery is on top. <laughs> <laughs> also, Matthew Gray Goobler's book is there. Rumple Buttercup. <laughs> His children's book. <laughs> yeah. There's a children's book, Past Midnight, which is my one and only sex book, Pride and Prejudice. Which I don't know why it's there. Don't ask questions. <laughs> I've never read it. It's just a pretty book. I don't think you ever will also. <laughs> I will never. It would bore me to death. Yeah. And then just all of the sex books. Yeah. That's my bedside table. Ooh. <laughs> Take a picture of the book that's on your bedside table and send it to our email. Notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. Or post it in your story and tag us. Yes. We want to know. We're going to have a day. A day in May. Wow. A day in May. A day in May. Post a picture of your bedside book. Yeah. I love this. It's called May Day. <laughs> May Day, May Day. <laughs> and you have to post all of the books that are stranded on your bedside tables. Perfect. I love this. And you'll have to tag us. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so follow us on Instagram then, and then you can tag us. Our Instagram handle is at NotMothersBookClub. And you can also join our Patreon if you would ever so like to do that. It's <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash NotYourMothersBookClub. And you can find us also on YouTube if you want to watch the beginning portion of this episode. Uh, just type in our name into your little search thingy and find us yeah that's it <laughs> yeah and i hope you all have a beautiful sunday and i hope you all get fucked with a gun yeah consensually consensually yeah go find this book read it read it 
do the deed. I forced this book upon one of my friends. I was like, you need to order this book right now. Did they? Yep. Did they read it? <laughs> She's like, I'm taking my time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, force this book on friends, <laughs> but make sure they read the content warning. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Well, love you all, Smuts, and sorry for traumatizing you. We really apologize for traumatizing you. Yeah. Love you. Stomach just growled. Okay, bye.